Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Well, hello and welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I'm Sally Wallace, your host. Uh, this is my podcast and today it's going to be a bit messy. Not in a bad way, but in an honest way, in a very truthful way, actually, because I've realised whilst I took a week and a half off that I've been a bit of a bullshitter. Um, and don't, don't worry, <laughs> I'm not lying to you. It's not like my name's Sue. <laughs> no, my name is Sally, obviously. But what I'm trying to do is... Okay, where shall I start? So, when I do my podcast, right, I go upstairs and I sit in my bedroom and I shut all the windows and I shut all the doors and it's absolutely roasting at the moment. So, I'm fucking sweating um, and I'm in a really unhappy sort of environment because I'm so hot and it makes me feel uncomfortable. And then I'm trying to do my podcast all in one go. Uh, but you have to bear in mind, for 14 years, I was a radio presenter. So, there's a level of perfectionism to the way that I sort of want to podcast the sound and so on and so forth. But my whole point of doing the podcast was because when I did work on the radio, I wasn't really given free reign. Now, when I say that, it wasn't like I was, I wasn't told what to say, but there were certain things that I had to say. And I was very conscious of things that I wasn't allowed to say, even though I was never told those just because of my air of professionalism. Um, obviously, I was very conscious that there's certain things that you couldn't have an opinion of. Um, so therefore, you just kept your mouth shut. So when I started my podcast, I was like, okay, so I, this, listen, this is my area now. This is, this is my time. This is my, you know, it's my microphone. Um, this is this is exactly what I wanted to do. It's my little show. Um, but I'm actually trying to make it fucking perfect. And it's exhausting me. It's absolutely exhausting me. So what I'm doing is I'm sort of doing my podcast. And honestly, this is this is 14 years of radio. If I don't like, I'm like, oh, edit that bit out. Oh, stop that bit there. If I don't like the fact that I've had a breath at some point, oh, take that out. And it's just not real. It's so I thought, right, that's it. Fuck it. It's going to be messy from here onwards. But actually, in that respect, it just means that it's going to be so much more raw. Um, and so you'll be, if you can hear that in the background, I don't know if you can, but let me just set the scene. My windows are open in my bedroom. The door is open. The dogs are going to be running around. You're going to hear Jack Russell's barking. You'll probably hear the motorway network in the background as well. I live on a flight path. So every now and again, we get this massive beluga plane that comes over, um, which I've been editing out now for the past six months. But you know what? It's actually quite a cool noise and it goes really low and it makes the house rattle and it shits my pants. (laughs) No, it's not that bad. (laughs) But I'm just going to stop editing the the life stuff out. I'm just going to stop. So 
It really, and do you know what else I'm going to start doing as well? I'm actually going to start drinking my tea whilst I'm actually live on my microphone because the amount of times I've gone, stop, strip, stop, start. And I think, oh, do you know what? It's normal to have a fucking cup of tea in a conversation. So yeah, these are all the things that I'm actually going to stop fannying around with and just keep it real. Now, I really hate that expression, by the way. Oh, yeah, keep it real. Oh, she's so real. She's so real. Because, ugh, real, reality TV, to me, that is bollocks. That is real bollocks because it's not really real. And whose real is that? So it's one of these things where I just think, right, it's so funny because... So today is Thursday and I should have posted this podcast out at seven o'clock this morning. Now, this is interesting, right? I should have done this episode yesterday and I started doing it and I threw the biggest fucking tantrum, (laughs) only at myself, right? (laughs) And I was just like, what am I doing? And so yeah, threw a massive tantrum, got halfway through, deleted the whole lot, closed my laptop down and then just fucked off for the afternoon. (laughs) I'm just like, no, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not fucking doing it. And so last night, I got some Palisanto out, you know, cleared the area. It's fucking hot and clammy as it is at the moment. So, uh, and then just thought, I just need to stop trying to be so perfect. But see what, I mean, what is the definition of perfect? My perfect might be somebody's absolute disgrace. So this is, I think perfectionism is something that, yeah, I suppose I'm a bit of a control freak and I'm not afraid to say that I am. Uh, but I grew up with a mindset of if you want something doing, do it yourself. Now, right now, you're probably sat wherever you are in the car doing the ironing on a run. You're probably going, yes, yes, Sally, I agree with you. High five, sister. It never sounds right with a northern accent, does it? High five, sister. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't really work for us British girls, that. (laughs) But it is. It's one of those things where if you want something doing, do it yourself. So because you're so used to doing it yourself, you, you, you just kind of take control of that so letting that go is again is you know these are lessons that I'm learning at the moment just not be a bit of a control freak but also I understand that you know my podcast my episodes aren't going to be perfect but I'm trying to control too much of it and actually do you know what it's all right to be me and that's one thing I've realized recently it's okay to the things that I think are perfect might sound you know or imperfect might sound perfectly fine to other people but yeah this whole thing about keeping it real keep it real oh I'm gonna keep it real no I'm not because I'm keeping it real don't get me wrong I'm not gonna start lying and telling you I've just I've just got back from Bali it was amazing (laughs) I haven't had a week in Cornwall (laughs) but I do find that that is a term that is used so often by people who don't keep it real and they give you things like, oh, yeah, I just like to be my authentic self. Uh, no, you don't. Um, because let's be honest with you, social media is a wonderful filter in itself. Not only can you filter your pictures, but it is a filter of your own life as well. This is why I don't watch. Oh, God, my God, I could go off on one right now. But <clears throat> this is why. See that then? I just did a cough. I would normally have edited that out. I'm not going. I'll tell you what. Fuck it. Let's just go to town. I have actually got a coffee here at the moment. Wait for this. I'm drinking it. I'm drinking a coffee. Um, And these are things that I would normally go, stop, sip, record again. No, 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 it's not happening anymore. Um, But yeah, I don't watch reality TV because uh, it makes me cringe. Oh, do you know what I just did then? I made a fist. Do you ever get that when you you cringe and you're like, and your hands go a little bit like, like a zombie. Um, um, And it does make me cringe because a lot of it's heavily edited. 
Um, and a lot of it can be, you know, depending on which one your programs you're watching. Don't get me wrong, I have seen reality TV. This is why I'd choose not to watch it because I did watch it and was like, what the fuck? Um, and a lot of it's edited towards it plays on your emotions. Uh, so people that will watch it and go like, oh, my God, I felt so sorry for that person. And oh, my God, you know, oh, I love that person. Or, oh, she's so nice. Um, and the crazy reality is you don't know them. You don't know them. Um, and this is one thing that like I, I have these conversations with my mum. She goes, oh, he's lovely. He's lovely. Do you know him, mum? Oh, for, I'm not speaking to you about this, Al Sally. Because my mum, bless her, it's a wonderful world on the telly and everybody's, you know, and she is lovely. She might be an absolute bitch mum in real life. You don't know her. What you're seeing is an edited version on the television. So, uh, don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin it for me. There you go. It's a little world, isn't it, that you're living in whilst you're watching the TV. But this is the scary thing, is that people do watch these programmes and become so attached to these people that they don't really even know. They don't know. Um, now, this is how I, I've talked about this before, about how I rate my mates is, you know, whether your mate actually offers you a cup of tea. Do you know what is a really good way of rating your mates as well? How they are as a host. You know, when you go and stay at a friend's house uh, and if you wake up in the morning, they go, oh, I've got your favourite milk in or I've got your coffee or I've got you some croissants and, you know, watch these people on TV. And then the next minute, some people are expressing more love for people that they don't know than their actual real friends. But do you know what? I could open up a whole box of shit on that one, to be fair with you. But yeah, that's why I don't I don't watch reality TV. In fact, I don't watch any TV um, because I, apart from really weird, I like Bridgerton because there's loads of bonking in it and it's amazing. <laughs> oh, fuck, I tell you what. Um, Hayley, my mate, um, who I went to stay for a night with in Devon uh, when we were away last week, I've got her into Virgin River. Oh. <gasps> I've got to say thanks to my friend Claire Doogie, actually, Dugard for that, because Claire, uh, randomly, Claire used to live with us in America as well. Uh, so Claire, um, uh, Claire Haley and I used to work for Walt Disney World in Florida. Um, and it was Claire that said to me, I think I'd said like on an episode, you know, what would you recommend watching? And Claire was like, Sally, watch Virgin River, you won't regret it. So I watched it and I'm, and I'm hooked. It's on Netflix. If you've not watched it, it's it's like cheesy acting, okay, but you, you're conscious of that anyway, but it's just good. It is good. And there's there's some eye candy in it for you. Ladies, there's some serious eye candy in it. Um, and Jack and Preacher are hot. And so then Hayley said to me, what are you watching at the moment? I went, oh, mate, I'm not watching anything, but watch Virgin River. Doogie recommended it and it's amazing. Anyway, Hayley's like, I'm hooked. I've literally been watching it for a week. <laughs> that's what happens. Listen, I, I know that's not reality, but it's good fun. So you can, this is one of my favourite expressions. It helps me switch off. <laughs> Personally, I like to get switched on in an evening, but quite frankly, that's another show. But yeah, oh, I'll tell you what I have done recently. Um, this is a massive change for me, huge change for me. So go and see Hayley. Hayley and I have got a lot of the same opinions in how we raise our kids, which is so wonderful because being a parent, which is a whole new experience for me, I've realised that there's certain people that I don't want to be around that used to be my friends, simply because either our kids don't get on. And that's not me being, I'm, I'm just very conscious of my time and, <laughs> and, and energy and, and people that I hang around with. And I think that's actually, it's not a bad thing. It's actually quite a sensible thing. Because there's so many people that I know that go, oh, I've got to speak to this girl, but I don't really like her. And I'm like, well, why would you even entertain her? So and I'm really fortunate that Hayley raises her kids the same way that I do she's got the same sort of um I suppose in her head like curriculum which is what we're doing and uh we were talking about food I think I mentioned this actually on my last episode do you know what that's how fucking knackered I am um 
anyway, she had a milkman and she was getting full fat milk delivered. So I said, are you kidding me? You've got a milk. How the hell did you get a milkman? And she was like, seriously, Sally, it's like, it's amazing. He delivers the milk um, like every couple of days. It's completely fresh. And you know what? She actually let me have one of the pints fresh and it was one with a silver top on. And then you pull the silver top off and it's got that old school cream thing on top of it, which you can stick in your coffee. Holy mothership. It was amazing. So I said, right, H, I'm getting a milkman. So I've obviously come home now. I did mention this on the last episode because my friend Lizzie messaged me and she's put... She has a friend who lives in a couple of villages away from me. They have a milkman and somebody is nicking their milk off the doorstep. <gasps> How vile. You need to get one of those ring doorbells or some cameras on just so you can watch. Who's, who the fuck would nick milk? That's just ridiculous. Um, and a girl called Claire messaged out and told me to go onto a site called Modern Milkman. Now, this is if you are interested. Um, you're probably saying to me, why are you switching from oat milk? Oat milk, a decade of oat milk I've been drinking. And I've gone back to full fat milk. I know. Interesting. Um, I read some stuff. I've done my research. And actually, taking it back to basics is a good thing. For me, it might not work for everybody. And I completely understand that. But for me, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a health decision. It really is. Um, and, uh, and I took Roman to the dairy farm yesterday. Oh, I'll tell you about that in a second. Anyway, so... Yeah, Claire messaged um, a lady that's reached out to me on social media. She's told me about modern milkmen. I can't get a milkman delivery at the moment in our area, but they are expanding. Farmers are expanding, which is amazing because honestly, I grew up in a very small village. Um, my best mate, Sailor, her dad used to run the dairy farm. And I do believe in supporting farmers massively, especially with all the things that you're hearing at the moment as well in the world. Um, I really do believe in supporting farmers. So I thought, right, that's it. Um, I need to support our local farmer. Anyway, I found a dairy farm not far from me um, and he sells milk. He sells milk from his dairy. So I went there yesterday, took Roman with me. I was absolutely in awe of it. I think he was more in awe of the fact that they were actually bringing the herd in with cod bikes. (laughs) I think that was like, wow, that was probably the coolest part for him. but yeah, we watched the cows come in for milking and they're grass fed during the summer months, silage fed during the winter. So it's all good, natural uh, produce from the land. And um, yeah, we got our fresh milk yesterday in a glass bottle uh, and it's in the fridge. And even Scott went, yeah, just keep getting that baby. It's better, isn't it? And I was like, do you think so? This is a man who always thinks that I'm some sort of like fad, crazy ass woman but actually he's uh, yeah he's like yeah that's all right isn't it yeah a man a few words as well i'd also like to add very few words but yeah i'm um hey you'll have to let me know if you've got a milkman uh, i think it was uh, claire the lady who actually reached out to me said that you can even choose your milk tops you get like these little rubber milk tops that can go on your bottles as well but i do believe that the milkman is coming back so yeah watch this space support local all the way i mean we use the local butchers i don't know if you go to the local butchers or listen if you're sat there at the moment go no sally i am vegan i said i massively respect that that's fine my mum's a vegetarian. Sandra's vegetarian. Uh, but Sandra, uh, Sandra's vegetarian because Sandra actually can't eat meat. She's always cooked it. And all four of us, like four kids, we were all raised with meat in our diet. But mum, if mum accidentally ate anything, like a little bit of chicken, it was, it was like everywhere. But I mean, like full on. Have you ever seen the Goonies? Chunk from the Goonies when he's going, like that. That's Sandra. <laughs> she has no control over her body when she's vomiting. 
it's really bad it's like a hose pipe when you've not got hold of the end of it and you've got hold of it like two feet a little bit further down it's going (laughs) so yeah so she actually for some reason it reacts with her the texture of it and that's it it's game over for mum it can make her really sick it's it's uh, she's she was telling me mum was that when she was younger she used to hide meats. Obviously, my, my grandma bet was like, what's wrong with you, Sandra? Eat your meat. And my mum just couldn't eat it. And so she used to hide it, <laughs> like either under a plate or pass it around the table to her siblings as well. <laughs> and the funny thing, oh my God, I've got to tell you this story about my mum. I, you know I talk about my mum a lot, bless her, but she's fabulous. This is so funny. So at Christmas, obviously, we're all having like turkey and we've got pigs in blankets. And um, my brother uh, did um, my brother did cooking at school um, and then he did catering at college and then went on and did a little bit more and got involved. He's very good, but he always gets involved with the Christmas dinner. In fact, we all do. We all try and chip in a little bit when we were younger as a family. Um, we used to get together. We, obviously, we don't anymore now because we're all so much older. And we've all got our own families. Um but uh, mum was cooking dinner with Andrew and um, she, she'd got like a tray of stuffing and then she'd bought herself a nut roast, right? Because this is what used to happen years and years ago. You didn't have a vegetarian option. You just had the fruits, and uh, sorry, the, the vegetables and the potatoes on your plate. That was it. And then I think it was like Marks and Spencer started doing a festive nut roast for a vegetarian person. So mum was like, oh, I've managed to find this lovely nut roast. And I was like, oh, good job, mum. That'll be lovely for your dinner. Right, don't let me forget to put it in the oven. So anyway, turkey's going crazy, pigs and blankets, everything's getting cooked. I mean, mum used to go full out, bread sauce, cabbage, carrots, sprouts, stuffing, the whole lot. And she sat down and (laughs) she sat down and she's going, oh, bloody hell, this nut roast is shit. It's absolutely disgusting. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) What happened was... She'd got the nut roast confused with the vegetarian stuffing and she'd ended up eating a tray of stuffing and gave everyone else her nut roast thinking it was stuffing. (laughs) So Sandra for Christmas had stuffing and vegetables. That was it. (laughs) But she's done this before. She does it all the time. She always gets herself like either like a little mushroom sort of dish or like a little cheese and onion quiche or something like this. <laughs> she either leaves it in the oven to burn or forgets to fucking cook it. And then she just sits there with vegetables. And she'll go, you see that? And you go, mum, is your food right? She goes, oh, shit, I've left it in the oven. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> anyway, so listen, my, my sister's family are vegan. So my sister's vegan, her kids are vegan. My mum's vegetarian. I'm just a meat eater. So I'm not saying that this is what you've got to do. That's what I'm trying to say. Because sometimes when you give people your opinion and you say, oh, you know, we get we like to go to the butchers and stuff like that. You can get often these woke warriors who'll go, well, I don't eat meat. Well, that's OK, because this is not directed at you. All right. So it's uh, yeah. And I, I totally appreciate that. My, my sister, my sister did eat meat. And then she just she decided not. Ah, do you know what it was? Zoe bought chickens for the kids 
Um, and Harriet must be about 15, 14, 15 now. Um, and so we bought chickens for the kids. And I think then the kids had realised that the fluffy chicken in the garden was actually what the chicken was that was on your plate. And that was it. It was game over. Absolutely game over for Zoe's kids. And uh, and they all went vegan. Um, and I think she's been vegan ever since, actually. Do you know what? That's that's quite funny. Harriet's the really hardcore vegan one. And then about two, three years ago, Zoe phoned me Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve. And she'd gone. She, she lives in Australia. She'd gone shopping and she um, did a massive family shop. And um, I can't remember where it was, uh, like a store in Australia, like like probably like the equivalent of Tesco's in Australia. OK, but it's like mega. And um, she were on FaceTime. We're chatting away together and she's got all the food in the back of the car. And she's going, yeah, yeah I've just got all this uh, vegan Christmas dinner and I'm doing the X, Y, Z and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, good for you, mate. I said, are you feeling better for it? And she went, oh, oh, oh. I went, Zoe, what the fuck are you eating? She went, oh, don't say anything. I found a Terry's chocolate orange. <laughs> she's got a whole fucking chocolate orange. And she's just gone, woof. <laughs> that doesn't look very vegan to me. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah, from here onwards, it's going to be just a little bit more raw. And oh, I don't know. Not, I hate that word raw because it sounds like it's going to be seedy. It's not. It's going to be a bit, a bit messy and a bit dirty. No, no it's not going to be dirty. The only thing that's dirty in my house at the moment is my laundry. I got back from holiday nearly a week ago and everyone else is sorted apart from me. Like the dogs have been cleaned, their beds have been cleaned, Roman's been sorted, his bedding, clothes all packed away. Scott's been done, my husband, everything's been cleaned and sorted for him. And then my clothes are just all over the spare room. Uh, dirty laundry everywhere and then I, I've got no fresh knickers. I'm like, where the fuck are all my knickers? So I've gone into my knicker drawer today and fished a pair out from the very back of the drawer and I'm sat here in a seven-year-old thong which is horrendous (laughs) I forgot how uncomfortable thongs are I've got to fish this thing out of my ass in a minute which (laughs) and that is so unsexy isn't it when you think about it where the thong actually sits it's just not it's not (laughs) they're just not even sexy I I do like knickers I I like a big pair of pants I really do Uh, but I'm not like a massive pair I don't know women I think we're amazing because we do like a variety of knickers in our drawers don't we um and it's almost like there really is truly a knicker for every occasion so yeah all of my knickers are, that's the only dirty you're going to get here are dirty knickers which is a vile thought as it is anyway but yeah um it's obviously not going to go seedy and it's not going to go down that route but I suppose what I'm trying to say is I'm just not going to pretend anymore. I hate this whole, oh, go on, fake it thing. And no, I'm not. I, I, I don't want to do that. I did that for absolutely years where I used to try and get people to like me as, you know, when you were younger and I kind of started my career in radio and it was like, oh, I hope they like me. I hope they like me. And oh, please, you know, I don't want to upset anybody or offend anyone. And actually on reflection, I really didn't do myself any favours because I was so busy trying to keep everybody else happy. I made myself so painfully unhappy. And also, so what if you do upset a few fucking people? At least you're being true to yourself, as long as you're not hurting anybody intentionally. It's not a bad thing, is it? Um, and I've found myself like, oh God, why don't they like me? And it took me a really long time to actually understand that it's got fuck all to do with me. It's to do with the other person. And actually, most of the time, people who don't like you are your biggest fans anyway, I'd like to add. But after having a a few words with myself yesterday, I realised that me trying to sort of kind of have this level of perfectionism with my podcast is just not healthy. And it's not the sort of um, 
image that I want to come across. It's, it's not what I wanted to portray when I started this in the first place anyway. And I find that really unrealistic and to be honest with you, unrelatable. So me putting out a heavily edited podcast with uh, like no breaths in it or, you know, the dog barking, there's me sort of going, stop having a sip of a drink. And yeah, that's, that's just not me. That's not me at all. My life is um, pretty crazy, but guess what? I absolutely fucking love it. And, um, uh, and that's where I had to share it with you today, because let's be honest with you. Um, and if you are perfect, I'd love to know <laughs> what your definition of perfect is, because it could be hell for me. <laughs> Right. Have a fabulous week, won't you? The weather is stonking at the moment in the UK. Absolutely beautiful summer weather. Um, and it's exactly how we like it. Don't get me wrong. We have not got the houses for this at all. Um, in the, in, I've said this before on an episode. We don't have air conditioning in the UK. We just like to open the window and let the breeze flow between the knees because <laughs> you need to keep that thing aired, girls. Be like a furnace down there. You do not want to end up with a yeast infection. <laughs> fucking yeast infection. <laughs> Okay, the word yeast infection has come from the States and the UK. It's never been called a yeast. I've never called it a yeast infection. Uh, I don't think any other British girl has ever called it a yeast infection. It's definitely come from the States, hasn't it? It's an American thing, a yeast infection. I'm sure it's just called thrush in the UK. Fuck me, this went down a different road, didn't it? (laughs) Right, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I really want you to reach out to me on social media. If you're on Instagram, it's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. The same on Facebook as well, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. And whatever platform you're listening on, um, let me know what you think. Leave me a five-star rating. If you really like what you're listening to and you keep coming back and coming back, drop me five stars. Or if you're on Apple, please leave a review. And have you subscribed yet as well? So if you subscribe and follow and download on whatever platform you're listening on, it means that as soon as I post another episode, bing! it comes up on your phone or whatever device you use so then you can make sure that you're keeping up to date and share it with your friends too um if you like what you hear and you find my information uh, and chat very relatable then you never know your mates might want to have a little bit of a, a a bit of a sort of side in on it as well um but yeah i would really really appreciate that right enjoy the weather make sure that you whack on the spf and i will see you very soon thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast find me on instagram and facebook at adventures of a geriatric mum where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends after all sharing is caring and you and i are best friends now